ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the newest installment of our podcast called Good Bad Movies, uh, where we watch a shit film and then talk shit about it. Um, I am one of the four hosts this evening. My name is James. We have John. Hello. We also have Tim. Hello. <laughs> and Hamish. Oh, Kiora. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Kiora. That wasn't English. Oh, Kiora, mate. It's not English, no. No. Maori. This evening, <laughs> we're this evening or this morning, depending on when you're listening to us, we are talking about a film that came out last year called Collateral Beauty. People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal response, but you are. I don't want this. I'm time. I'm a gift, and you're wasting it. You don't think I'm crazy, but I'm having conversations. I am love. Don't try and live without me, Howard. I saw you in her eyes when she called me daddy, and you betrayed me! I'm the reason for everything. If you can accept that, then maybe you get to live again. Alright, I'm gonna read the IMDb plot. Retreating from a life after a tragedy, a man questions the universe by writing letters to love, time, and death. Receiving unexpected answers, he begins to see how things interlock and how even loss can reveal moments of meaning and beauty. Can I just say, I actually don't know what that means. Do you guys know what that means? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to define collateral because I'm a little bit... I know there's collateral damage, which is a great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> so, collateral damage collateral. is when... Like you blow something up and then you accidentally damage stuff around it, right? Yeah. So it's stuff that happens as a byproduct of what you were attempting attempting to do. Yeah. Something pledged as a something pledged as security for repayment of a loan. That's, that's okay. Collateral. Sorry, that's the wrong <laughs> one. A person having the same a person having the same ancestor. No. Additional but subordinate secondary. Yep, that's the one. Example: the collateral meaning of a word. So okay. Secondary beauty. Additional, okay. or descended from the same stock but by a different line. Okay, so oh, maybe so maybe that has many meanings. How does that even? It means additional but subordinate. Yeah, it, but so subordinate. it's additional beauty. So it's just a bit of extra. It's a, it's like salt and pepper on top of. Okay, beauty, so basically, you know, it's a bit. So of let's let's answer this question in the process of talking about this podcast. How does the film <sighs> even relate to Collateral Beauty? Because I don't I don't get it. I think it sounds because like they got just fucking came up with some words, joined them together, and then, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And then we'll say that about 50% through the film a couple of times. Because, like, when you love a kid, right, there's extra beauty. You you become... Tim's going to know all about that. Tim, you're going to know all about collateral beauty when, you, when, when you're a dad. Oh, cool. It's going to be real. <laughs> Something to look forward <laughs> when, to. As soon as you see your kid... You become love. I actually, when we go, when we really delve into this bad boy, I want to pull up some quotes. Okay, like so just best bits of dialogue in this film. I was watching this at home back on the Sunshine Coast today, and Dad came into the room, and it was just a shot of Will Smith, and it was like the very first shot of three years later, and it was just a shot of Will Smith, and it was kind of like looking down on his head, and Dad just said, "Who is that? Is that Donald Glover?" And I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was too good. Beautiful, it was like beautiful. a Freudian joke. But the casual racism of the Australian. 
<laughs> no, but truth be told, uh, it was hard to tell who it was because of uh, the angle. But it was just, yeah. I reckon it's worth. I reckon it's worth starting with the fact that, like, the trailer of the movie, it leads you to to think it's sort of like a Christmas Carol type film, like Hamish pointed out yesterday, where there's just basically he's visited by these abstract concepts that he's writing to. But actually, it was in the Christmas film, as well, it was set yeah, it was Christmas. Yeah. But actually, in the movie, it turns out it's like more. There's a more complicated and slightly convoluted plot, which is just so unnecessary. Yeah, it turns out they're real. Turns out they're real mythical creatures. So yeah, so so we st- we start off. Will Smith's daughter dies right off screen, and then it turns out that after this, Will Smith isn't coping, and so he's erratically just setting up huge domino displays and then knocking them down instead of working. Right? Yeah, and he. But, yeah. but so he is one of the owners or founders of a. He's the majority. The majority shareholder, shareholder of apparently. a uh, an advertising firm. So and he set it up with the one with Edward Norton, and then yep. the other two, um, Kate Winslet and um, Michael Pena, they kind of like are good employees slash owners as well. All friends, yep. and so yeah, he's he's decided that he no longer needs to do advertising and can be a full time domino artist because he doesn't. He just turns up to work and builds dominoes, and then fucking walks out as he's knocked them off. That'd be great for morale. Yeah, the idea is that he he's not doing anything and he he's just like a, a zombie. And because of that, he, they're losing business, right? He was yeah, and part of the reason why. Yeah, they're at least he's. Well. Yeah, and the, at least he's rocking up to work. The um, oh, Jesus, he's still <laughs> clocking in. Um, the but you do see him being a functional employee in the first five minutes or so of the film, where he gives like a enthralling the speech, weirdest speech, yeah, about ever. to advertise. Like, he's like a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's in a cult. Yeah, and he just talks about he talks about <laughs> the three things that are important in life are love time and death and we yeah that's what you want to hear at an advertising yeah. company and so Sex, we fear and death <laughs> we want to control time and I don't know we want love we feel love I don't know <laughs> whatever but so so their plan is oh we want to get him out but we can't get him out so the only way to get him out is to prove that he's crazy and we're going to prove that he's crazy by getting a PI to stalk him and then the PI is going to find the letters he's writing to love death so they and didn't time. know the letters and then, they didn't know about the letters until the yeah but that's what I mean yeah. they, they they want to find a way to make him look crazy and so so essentially if he's actors. fucking if he's feeding cats like human livers then they they don't have to do these <clears throat> weird letters and the act but what turns out is yeah that, but he's not doing anything no, else. what he turns out is he's essentially just sitting at home in the dark not doing anything and then he has written three letters to the entities time death and love and she can't she fishes them out of the post box and then gives them to the other three like co-owners and then they've hatched this plan to hire actors to pretend to be love death and time and then they use the actors to try and prove that he's crazy. They use the actors to go and talk to him, and then the PI films it, and then they will later edit out the actor so it looks like he's talking to yeah. him. Which no is one. very fucking questionable. What a okay, yeah. so there's just so many things wrong with. Yeah. So I think I think broadly the first half of this is not very insane. Like it was okay. 
Yeah, I was I was disappointed because I was like, oh, I didn't, there is no, no. I didn't think I'd there was really anything like wrong with it. Those magical people. It was just. I it's thought, a very. Uh, sorry, what? There was nothing wrong with it. No, there is, but it's not like. Ah, uh, yeah. It's possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, okay. it was. It felt very much I like. I think I commented in the group chat that it felt very much like this year's attempt at Will Smith winning an Oscar. Like, because there's just a long list of once every year he releases a film that feels like it's worthy. It's like trying to be worthy. And this was this year. Seven pounds. Yeah. And my and pursuit of happiness. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. My pursuit of happiness. Yeah. yeah. All of those. They all just feel like he's trying desperately to win an Oscar in this sense, like this year's. Their plan. They're meant to be his friend. Isn't that yeah. super yeah. horrible? Some, it's ridiculous. I think there's some cognitive dissonance here because, like, the movie seems to be this playful, um, yeah. you know, that, like, it, it seems like it's on the, you're meant to be on the side of Edward Norton and um, Michael Pena and, and Kate Winslet um, in their attempts to, mm. um, I don't know whatever their plan is to try and uh, snap Will Smith out of it except that what they're doing is morally you know reprehensible right it's just mm. it's just beyond yeah, it's pretty fucked up yeah exactly yeah and, and also it's like they the, the film can't quite decide whether they're doing it as friends or they're doing it for like business yeah. reasons because I think Kate Winslet's kind of like oh that was murky maybe this will snap, snap him out of it and you're like you know this is horrible, right? But you're not—you're clearly not doing this as a friend. But it's almost like yeah. they wanted but it to money. be both. But it's definitely not. It's just the money. It's just the company. Yeah, but and but, but despite Karen Knightley called him out on it, and like midway through the movie. Yeah, but then just like you're doing it for money, and then they never do anything about that, right? They never address the fact that it's yeah. a horrible thing they're doing. They sort of treat it like it's fine, despite until the very end. Everyone just wants money. Not even like I mean I don't think it's ever addressed that really that what they've done is horrible. But also the, another thing that's just so glaringly stupid, right? That they want to prove that he's like not fit to run a company. The guy sits there doing nothing, spending five days yeah. making a domino structure yep. and then tipping it up and walking out of the office. I mean, just film that. Yeah, yeah. that is evidence. It's pretty clear he, he wasn't doing his job. Company. Also, yeah. if he's not, if he's, if the company is bl- like losing all this money because of him, like there's your evidence, right? Yeah. I don't know why they need to go to these insane lengths of like fil- making a home movie. With... It's just so strange. I don't know why they didn't just have like. Christmas Carol. Oh, he meets these three ghosts or three like entities. Oh God! I just entities. got the that that would have been simpler. Yeah, the three right? ghosts. The ghost of. But then it turns Christmas. out that they actually are the entities at the end anyway. So you just had this convoluted plot for no real reason. <laughs> you know, the whole Christmas I, nature of this was completely lost on me as well. Like, I didn't feel like it was at Christmas mm. at all, really. Oh, really? Yeah, there was lots of lights. I felt like they were definitely trying to aim for a Christmas Carol-type movie, except that they just missed the mark so yeah. hard. Because so the, the film tries to really just make you sorry for all these people. I mean, like, the whole... Every every character's got, like, a I'm a sad person yeah. gimmick. Like, Kate Winslet, she can't have it... She wants to have a start a family. And so it's basically just shots of her looking at, like, adoption pamphlets and looking sad. And then Michael Penn is sick... <laughs> And that's his He's thing. Dying. And it's like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> and then de- the death act is like, you'll be right. And then that's the. And then it's just like, I'm hiding it from my wife. And you're like, well, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's really dumb. What did he think was going to happen then? Like, he was going to die and he wouldn't <laughs> have to know. worry about it anymore? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, it's pretty vague. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really understand didn't that. didn't get that. much screen time. And then Ed Norton is just like, has a daughter who doesn't like him because he cheated. And how his mum? They try so hard to make just, all of these crap. characters likable. More humor. Yeah. yeah. But guys, can I can I blow your mind here? Michael Penner, he had to deal with death, right? 
Kate Winslet had to do with time because oh. she was getting old. And then Will Smith or Ed Norton, one of those two, had to deal with love. Yeah. Whoa. This movie is deeper than we yeah, think, guys. Yeah. Right. So they <laughs> hired these shit. actors to play the spirits to try and help Will Smith. But the spirits ended up helping, helping them, them as well. Oh Genius. my god. Genius. Alright, I reckon we should move on to the second half because I say the movie is like two halves, two like two different movies, because I think just from like a structural point of view, the the main character of the first half is Edward Norton. The main character of the second half is Will Smith. And so like no single character has like a normal arc. It's just strange. It's like it's like it was written by like eight different people or something. The three actors start approaching him and so you get to see his reaction to each of the three actors like multiple times. And so instead of the three work colleagues like setting up the three actors at the start, you just get to see Will Smith and the three actors for like the whole tail end of it. Are we allowed to call them actors? Are they like the world's greatest actors? Because they're pretending to be a person as well as an entity and then end also just being an entity yeah I don't know what are they but actually? basically so, they all can they all can, what they're they're fucking are they people the, the personification of death slash time yeah and love imagine that some crazy guy writing to them and then they're actually real yeah in human form I mean, what the fuck yeah it doesn't really I mean it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no so so are they like like so they are actually the entity death the entity of they can time. be whatever you want it to be there's no explanation they're just the yeah the personification so the second half is where things get real okay. good I reckon I don't know what else to talk there's about there's so much no well okay there's the whole plot with Will Smith starts going to the um the meetings for like grieving your child's death and then he starts meeting this new woman you're like oh love interests and then the woman's like, oh, my, my my ex-husband gave me this card that said, like, oh, I wish we could be strangers. And then, like, 20 minutes later, he goes to her house and then, like, he, she is the ex. She is, they're, like, each other's ex. Did anyone see that? Did anyone see that twist coming? <laughs> well, no. Um, so I, I saw the... It, no. And because it is no, so dumb. It's such yeah. a dumb twist. <laughs> yeah. What? what I, I saw no the sense. twist of the... I saw the twist of the three actors being not real at the start mm. because when when Edward Norton very first leaves the theatre that they're practising in, Helen Mirren says to Kira Knightley, like, good work, you did good. And, like, it, it felt like there was some some greater meaning behind that other than like he, he's going to fund us right. it was more like that was what you we needed you to do you've you've done your part of the plan mm-hmm. and so i was not at all surprised when they weren't people yeah. but the the chick at the meetings being his wife when it happened I actually, mum was sitting next to me, and I was like, "Oh no, you don't, don't do it, please don't." Be. And then, and then it was. Mum, hand me my gut. Hand me and my twenty-two was... caliber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Yeah. So essentially, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, Will Smith turns up at her door. She's watching a video that her of her husband, ex-husband, and their ex-daughter, because they both had a daughter that had passed away. Daughter. Turns out they're the same daughter yeah. that passed away. And he comes in and he refuses to say her name and then watches a video. Imagine if he did just refuse to admit that he was her wife and that he was just like, what the fuck, why have you got this video of my daughter? But the best part of the movie is when they finally, it's all uh, mounting up to the um, to them bringing him into a meeting room and like showing him the footage, showing them, him the footage to try and boot him out and make him sign these forms. Uh, and it's like him talking to the entities, but the entities have been cut out. And then Kate... To, like flawlessly I mean yeah. ca- like can you do that yeah. that well I on a shitty phone camera I don't know I mean, maybe you can 
But um, there was camera footage where you could see parts of Will Smith that you couldn't see with Kira Knightley in the way. So they've like digitally recreated his shirt that was in behind the parts of his body that were in behind Kira Knightley <laughs> you know, down the subway. It's movie magic. It's but movie maybe. Magic. Maybe that's the beauty of the plan, right? Because they convince him he's crazy so he doesn't actually tell anybody about them meeting someone. Yeah. Maybe they're more like vampires and they actually can't be caught on film and there was actually no digital removing. But, the, was just like, but then the PI woman would have been like, he actually is crazy. No, she would have just been like, oh, someone's already done this editing for me. So, th- so, th- so they're at the meeting and this is where the film really just like implodes on itself because Kate Winslet revealed like they didn't want to actually reveal what they were doing I don't know what their original plan was like oh, when, at what point were they going to yes. tell him but then Kate Winslet's like I have to tell him because I feel bad and then Edward Norton's like uh, but then she doesn't tell him right uh, but she, she doesn't right? tell him she does yeah she just says I feel bad she doesn't tell him that they hired the actors or anything like that. He still oh, believes no. they're real. Yeah. And he never yeah. finds out. He just instead reveals that he magically, despite being depressed, knows everything about all of his Wait, co-workers. Wait, so, but what... And has just done nothing. What did she reveal? What did she, what did she say? Nothing. nothing. She just cried a bit and said, I'm really sorry. I think she admitted that they hired a private detective, right? To, to follow him. No, she's about uh. to. She's about to. Well, they clearly hired a private detective. There was fucking video. And then suddenly, him. like, Will Smith is like yeah. Sherlock and he just, like, knows all this shit about them. <laughs> yep. No, I assume he knows about them because they've been friends for ages. But, I mean, Michael Penner was keeping been... secrets from everyone that he was sick, right? And not Will Smith. Yeah, and he didn't. Know, not Will yeah. Smith. That was the one. I, that was the one that didn't make. <laughs> Maybe sense Will me. Smith is like. Does that mean Will Smith is screwed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so he, she didn't. Yeah, that's right. She didn't actually say the words like, "Hey, we hired a ghost to try and make you crazy." That would have been a. Oh yeah, no. Will Smith sorry, we hired never finds PI out. And, that they hired actors. No, because right? they couldn't possibly say that in that meeting. Because that would be admitting that they CGI'd out all of the actors. And yeah, they're trying to prove to the dude to, that's, that's in why, the room. That's why Edward Norton cut her off. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So he never really finds out? I'm no. still I'm still not that convinced that the hiring of the actors is even really that bad. What? How is that so your friend your what? one of one what? of your best one of your best friends has lost a child when the child at like at two years yeah. old, three or four years but old. But they had kinda suggested that they that did lots of other stuff it. before. Making him, him They had, yeah. Making him think he's so crazy. So what they're gonna do though is make him convince convince himself that he's crazy. That is yeah. terrible. You're you're yeah. breaking his mind. His mind's already you're broken. Gonna, you had a chance of him killing himself. There was a chance he was just gonna jump off the bridge <laughs> yeah. and kill himself. I had a feeling that was like he just he, when death turns up and gives him back the letter, he just walks in front of a car. He was riding against traffic <laughs> at one scene, which was terrible, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Like, I would have understood the movie if, if Edward Norton, Kate Winslet, and Michael Pena were actually evil people. Yeah. Right? If they were all evil yes. executives, they hire these ghosts, and then the ghosts actually teach them the meaning of Christmas. That would, that be, would a be a movie. better that would movie. Be a real he, movie. They. Because in the movie, they all they all learn a lesson from each of them anyway, right? So, yeah, like you yeah. said, if they were actually dicks. But, that's reverse Scrooge, right? I mean, it would have been great, but... Yeah. Instead, they were, like, they kind instead, of nice yeah, people to begin with, doing a horrible thing, and then they turned into kind of still nice people who, like, learnt a very, very simple lesson. Yep. Uh, and then... It, it, and, but, like... It just kind of turned out to be actually therapeutic, but I guess, in the movie world. Kate Winslet's resolution was terrible. She was... I mean, I guess all of theirs were, but she was like, oh, I really want to have a child, but I left it too late. Um, there's no way I can ever have a child... And then the time is like, you can be a mother to everybody around you. It's like, 
Really? Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Are you I calling me like, old? <laughs> you can still adopt. No, I thought she was going to adopt no, him. No, no. Yeah, that honestly, I thought oh. that was going to happen. Adopt him. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know he was an entity. Um, I reckon Edward Norton's was all right, but it was a bit quick. Like the daughter was quick. To the daughter, like, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, really turned around. Yeah, yeah. and also, and, uh, also no, Edward Norton had I that still, like r- love arc with with love. It was like, oh, I like you, I like you, and yeah. then just nothing happened. Yeah, Edward no- Edward Norton was thirsty as fuck the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's divorced. Come on. Um, I think the best one yeah, was, was death like, though. Hell. Was when was when Helen Mirren was talking to Michael Pena and saying the like, oh, death isn't like essentially just saying death is the end. She says nothing is ever really dead if you look at it the right way. And I was just like, what? Like what? Does that mean if I die and Mum and Dad look at me in the right way, I'm not dead? I think it's like think about it. No, if they look at you. If they like look at you from a different angle, they could bring you back to if life. They look, if yeah, they look, maybe. at you, maybe if I'm they look at you with those cheap three D glasses, you're actually alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so they can see if my they, ghost or something like that. If they're at the, mo- I just said I'm just going to go look at some roadkill because <laughs> if I look at it the right way, I'll come back to life. I'll have powers. The best bit was when Edward Norton was like, "Oh, she's like, how did you feel when your baby was born?" Edward Norton's like, "I did. I I looked at the, my baby and I wasn't just feeling love. I had become love." And you just like, yeah. <laughs> that is the stupidest fucking shit. Does that mean that Kate Winslet got a little bit qu- weaker because there was a rival for a being of love? There was a what? A rival for the entity of love. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. The weird thing was that ever how just how everything really worked out for everyone. They didn't really tell him, so there's no like you never yeah. actually tell the truth about what you did. He just gets better because he goes to his wife and then they all just sort of get what they want, I guess. There's like, does Michael Panda die? There's no closure there. All of their arcs just kind of like come to a halt, really. And yeah. Yeah. So what presumably Will Smith gets fired or whatever from the company. Yeah. Michael right. Penner. Michael Penner, nothing. Fired. Kate Winslet. I think he just handed over his... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Penner, nothing, really. He And then Kate Winslet, just like, oh, I assume she has a baby. I don't know. Or she gets to adopt a baby or something, and then Edward Norton. You would you would assume in a movie like this, there's final scenes of all of them getting what they want. Like Edward Norton's playing with his daughter. Yeah. Kate Winslet's like got a kid or something, and then Michael Penner's like, I don't know, accepting death, which is pretty dark. In or again. Oh yeah, maybe he just gets better. He's not dying. He gets better, yeah, I don't know. But there's just like yeah. nothing. He stops coughing. Yeah. His cough and instead, gets better. it's just Will Smith yeah. walking down Central Park or whatever it is. Um with his wife and then it turns out oh there's he sees the three of them on the bridge and they're actually like magical ghosts and then they vanish and you're like they're actual ghosts he's like, hmm. yeah maybe I... it's a Star Trek away team and they're fucking with the humans <laughs> uh... <laughs> it, it crosses over with the new Star Trek series they're like yeah they were just like they were just like captain captain I got an idea away team yeah that's a great idea let's go fuck with the earthy they're Terrans. Let's go fuck with them. We got time off work. Yeah, that's their holidays. No, that is on that is on Shirley for a couple of weeks. Let's just nip back in time. No, no, no. You know what it is? They've gone into uh, Will Smith. Will Smith is their captain, and they've gone into his head, 
to have to fix his head by pretending to be actors in his head to Isn't fix his head in his head. Yeah, like worse, yeah, yeah. Worst version of himself. And they just beamed out. Yes. Um, <laughs> I really wanted the three of them. I really wanted the three of them to twinkle out. <laughs> Team like, Rocket. To just, I was, please, 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 please. But they didn't. And I was, fuck, god damn it. I was so excited for that bit. There's that scene in the movie where... We just got a new follower. Yeah, I mean, one of the times you find out that death is is uh, real as well is when you find out that Helen Mirren was actually the one that told Will Smith's oh ex-wife... Oh, God, that I forgot about that. Don't forget about the collateral beauty. Mm. And then She's... you spend the next 20 minutes wondering what the hell that, that means and how that would I be still helpful. Then they actually reveal... Then they I show the scene and Helen Mirren's the old homeless woman and she says it and you're like, yeah. I still don't know what this means. No. But can no, you imagine? That's what I said. I don't know what this means. Can you imagine being in a hospital and someone's like, oh, are you losing someone? And you're like, yeah, my daughter's about to die. And they're like, well, don't forget about the collateral beauty. You'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, mate? Yeah, yeah decked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You tell that person to fuck off and punch Yeah, them. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. It's just <laughs> like, my daughter's about to die. What the hell are you talking about? Anyway. I, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. It's a very strange movie. I mean, it's it's on twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and let me just read the main like. Consensus. Did you also notice oh, that like there was no like working class men type of characters in this? There's no working class. Anyone. Like I'm sure they all had to work hard, but every single one of them owned like a house and like that they, they lived a life of luxury. Like none of them were like. Edward. I know. Edward Norton didn't. He was living with his mom. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, I yeah, love the scene. Okay. I didn't understand that Fuck they were living together. I, lo- I do love the here. scene. I didn't understand where they were living together. He like comes up with the plan. How he like his mum's crazy, and he, he just plays along with his mum's like delusions. And he's like, oh, I've got the best yeah. idea, guys. And he's so giddy about it. You like at no point do these characters like say like, uh. I mean, I guess they kind of like question it, but at no point is anyone like, this is really fucked up. They never. They, just they say never no. say the things that like uh, maybe. A human would say they're just like oh yeah great idea yeah i think it's it's just amazing to me that this movie got made i guess right there are so many really big actors in this and the script is just such a um piece of shit piece of shit (laughs) yeah it was it was shot pretty well though (laughs) no no, i wouldn't say it was shot well it was there was there were shots in it um so it was more generic than anything else. This movie must have lot, lot, lost a lot of money. Because I reckon they would have spent a fuckload on the cast. Yeah. Budget was $36 million, Box office, $88 million. Wow. So I think it was That's a success. probably successful. Jeez. Get ready for a Collateral Beauty 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Michael Pena comes back to life. Michael Pena's the ghost. Someone looked at Michael, him in a weird guys, way. Guys, Michael yeah. Pena's the ghost. <laughs> Michael He's Pena's become like the, the ghost fourth, of get death. The fourth entity. <laughs> He's What's the fourth, the fourth entity, entity now? Um, <laughs> food? Um, hatred, I got no idea. <laughs> Did you say food? <laughs> <laughs> Sickness. Wouldn't it be more hunger? Uh, <laughs> what a film. What if, I just instead thought... Instead of writing to the, emotions, he wrote to memes. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote to the, the awkward, awkward Pepe penguin comes memes. Yes, the movie would be better. <laughs> it would 100% be like better. Like Judy Dench was dressed up like Pepe. <laughs> Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Michael Penne was dressed up like feels. Um, did you did you spell Batman. his name P E N N A? Like the pastor. P E N N E. Like yeah, like the that's pastor. Not, that's Penne. Like right? too many that's, letters. That's not actually Penne. Is it the pastor? Penne. Pastor's Penne. Yeah. 
Sean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did the movie fall on the good bad scale? Yeah, on the spectrum where one um, one is movie forty three, ten bad is like the greatest good bad movie of all time. Um, which is what currently? I don't know, I don't know what the best good bad movie of all time. Yeah, I think I mean by our standards, yeah. what is it? It's Fast and Furious from six to eight. Yeah. Independence Day. Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, I always stand. No, I always stand by that that, that goes into good. I don't stand by Independence Day. <laughs> Fast and Furious six well, and seven. Yeah. It's rubbish. Oh, it's probably good. In any case, so but yeah, what? Where would this sit? Like two or three, four? I have not watched a film like this in so long. Like it's above Mordecai. Anything's above, above Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah, but no, not movie forty-three. Well, where's Mordecai set? Like, what number like would you give? Four. What number would you give Mordecai? It goes movie forty-three worse. Mordecai. But you've got to give it a number. So if Mordecai are two? Um, I'm, no, zero. Um, movie 43 is zero, Mordecai is one. So I'd give this movie about a four. Yeah. 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 I think I'd it go was like, six, maybe. Well, te- I think in maybe terms a five. of the, go four or five. The, the overall film, it was an okay film. Like What number for us? But it was... What number? I think a four or five. I would give it a five, yeah. Ah, uh, no, four. Four. Yeah. It's got to be closer just to the shit end. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's not yeah, a passable good-bad movie. It's like... I think overall it's like an okay film and the, the last 20 minutes just prove its insanity and then you kind of wish it was like less of the first 80% and then more of the last 20% and then it would have been a better good-bad film. Maybe it hammed up the actors a little bit and then... Like maybe the... Maybe if the three people who hired the actors started doubting if they were actors... And then they kind of got in on the whole entity thing as well. And then Edward and Norton realizes that he's actually a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I just and then it turns into the I like Inception that he plot. like the film almost doesn't have the balls to like actually have the the three main characters like just no. tell him the truth because it's like they want the audience to be like oh these are actually nice no. people so they can't they can't be a scene also, where it doesn't like, have the balls look what to we've done it just doesn't they just don't yeah. even do it it's just like fuck you movie no it doesn't even have the it doesn't have the balls to like grip its craziness and like run with it either like if that was the plot like i felt like the tail end was just just batshit like i was like how in god's name is that lady that he keeps seeing at those meetings his wife why has she not said anything like oh hello so they, I, I, how are you like, i haven't yeah, seen you in two years I'm, I'm actually confused in the movie right was will smith pretending to not recognize yeah. her and because she, she clearly was pretending not to know who he was so. right yeah i don't think he was i don't think he recognized her he was actually just crazy no. for a while he, and didn't recognize I think he her did. yeah i think he just went lost at all yeah and then but then also does that mean that anyone can see the actors yeah I think like so. the thing like i got to the end and was like does that mean that only like the group of them can see the actors and no one else can because like no, m- much like they discussed in the movie, the the ghost can control whether or not they're seen or not seen by everyone or anyone. Mm. Oh God! So you actually you actually applied some logic. Well, that's, they do this. say that. They I'm say just that confused. in the movie. Have a conversation in the movie about it. Yeah, right? I mean they're talking about as yeah. actors, but yeah, I would say that's probably what it is. Is there any other films you want Sounds you like want fun. to talk about? Any other movie related shit? Or well, should we actually end? I want to talk about Fast and Furious Eight and also Guns of the Galaxy Two, but John has not seen neither. John, could John's you like, shit together? yeah, Jesus Christ! I'm seeing. I thought you had a I'm seeing Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow, 
and I'll see Fast and the Furious maybe next week. I don't give a fuck. Fast and the Furious got to the point where I thought Triple X was the Triple X crossover was actually a thing. <laughs> like it might happen. <laughs> In short, though, Fast and the Furious was good, and Guardians of the Galaxy was Ooh, not. So. We've heard oh, controversial yeah. I would opinion. Actually, I would almost reverse that. <laughs> I like that we've got varying opinions. I like this. <laughs> I I was like. Guardians of the Galaxy, I quite liked. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I think I watched it again and liked it, it much was, more. I think it was exactly the same as the first movie, but worse in every way. Ooh. I think is probably what I'd say. <laughs> but then, well, you're um, in a bad mood when you watch that too. Oh, I was yeah. looking forward to it. Like, <laughs> you know, Friday afternoon, it's like, yep, going to go see a, a good movie. I and thought then, Fast like, and Furious from the opening scene, you're like, ah, oh, they've really uh, missed the mark here. Yeah, I, I thought that it wasn't the same and it wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be. But I think if I watch it again, I'll probably like it more than I did the first time. It was much how I thought about Logan. Because when I th- saw Logan, I was imagining it in my head to have a different feel. And so when I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck? Why is this not how I expected it to be? And so I was like questioning my own thinking <laughs> while I was watching it. It's too much this one had, had... Yeah... <clears throat> for some reason Guardians didn't feel as epic for me yeah I agree the, fir- the first one is like the first one is amazing I remember yeah. when we came we all came out of that movie the first one and we were just like yeah we were it's like we were not yep. expecting it to be that good we were just like holy fuck yeah that really just worked I came out of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 with a fucking massive grin on my face like it hadn't been a fun start yeah. space was movie like for, for ages best time in the CV- in, a, in a cinema for so long yeah like I thought I thought I, I really enjoyed Fast and Furious 8 but I thought it went it, I thought it's finally crossed the point of being too insane <laughs> no, I don't think that franchise that can happen until they but go yeah. to outer space yeah well honest to god that's clearly their next they actually like, like they need to do it they need to go into space and like because it's going to be 10 in total I think 100% that's going to happen I don't I, know like, if it's 100% like, at 9 or 10 is going to be in space like there's no way that's not happening <laughs> No know. way. I, I was actually listening to the Empire podcast on the way home from the Sunshine Coast today, and even they made that joke, saying that they needed. They thought that Guardians of the Galaxy needed its Moonraker. Guardians of the Galaxy needed a Moonraker. Oh no, no, sorry, not Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious needed a Moonraker, yeah. where they go to space and have a space battle yeah. with lasers, and then race race ships. And then run into the gardens again. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then Diesel be, Wars. I think Fast and Furious should probably just maybe cool it a bit and uh, ease off on the craziness. But then only for one more. No, no, they for can't. one more movie. Then in ten, it's full bring throttle. It all back. Just bring it. Just go crazy. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. They can't. There is no slowing down. Bring it's it full throttle. They've got no brakes, and what? it's already in two insane. Oh, also, yeah. just a um, just a shout out to Dying Breed on SoundCloud. Who, while we've been recording this, follow started. Oh, following thanks, us. Dying Breed. So thank Are you. you. Are you the dying yeah. bre- like who's the dying breed? It's it's, very, it's pretty edgy. Maybe, it's pretty edgy, it's edgy. Dying breed. I don't know. Have we got any more porn related followers? No, sadly. Chicks and thongs. Ch- shout out to oh, chicks also, and thongs. I recommend the next movie would be Judge Dread. Judge the original Dredd, one, the, the first one. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Without that, I so might like, have to watch. It that's with a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea because that will be like high up on the spectrum on on the good bad movies. Yeah, yeah. That is a I actually really like that. It's it's also not as good as um, a new one, but yeah. Who who is the comedic relief in that? Rob Schneider. Oh Rob god, Schneider. that's right. Yeah, oh god, yeah. that's right. That, you know what it's going to be? It's yes. going to be like that classic um, that classic meme slash gif with the, the ice cream tester guy, and he's like, 
That's a 10. This movie is going to be a 10 on the spectrum. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's a 10. <laughs> That's us consuming Warm Judge Dredd. Warm it up. Mm. That's a 10. <laughs> oh, God. Please stop, Hamish. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds like when you blow your nose and you like you t- play around your nostrils. Oh, disgusting. Oh. <laughs> clear it out. Out of the cabins, man. <laughs> um, I, do you want to briefly talk about how shit? Um, <coughs> my apologies. How shit? That, uh, that cough was pretty shit. Iron Fist was. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so it I'm, was, I don't know anything really about it. So tell me how bad it is. So uh, Tim and I have seen it. And go crazy with spoilers. I'm never going to watch. We've it. Ad- we've advised John not to watch yeah, it because it's pretty atrocious. It was actually very lackluster. Mm. There was an ad that I spotted on a Netflix ad for Iron Fist on Facebook, and it just said something along the lines of, like, what do you do when you have powers you don't want? (laughs) Which actually makes no sense, Uh, because he was in in heaven. No, it didn't. He was in heaven training to be the Iron Fist, and then he became the Iron Fist. You mean Kung Lun? He was in... He was in Kung Fu Heaven. Yeah. What the fuck? They are. They're like neighbours to heaven, <laughs> though. Neighbours. That's strange. It was really terrible. Yeah. It was, it's like, so not even Kung Alf, Fu. Alf was like the Omega Sensei. Alf's turning away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You mean, uh, Toadie. Uh, so, but is it is it um, just like Batman... Bat- Batman Begins, basically, where he gets trained and then comes back. Yeah, but that's what the trailer. But essentially, like. yeah, yeah. If if Bruce Wayne was a moron, yeah, right. And also, the first half, he comes back and then gets into a legal battle to prove that he's actually the person he says mm. he is. And, he like, he goes to prison uh, because they say that no, he goes to like an asylum. An episode. Oh, what? Because they like no, that person's he does, like, dead. The mo- he does the stupidest shit he could do. Yeah. repeatedly, and then. Yeah, yeah, and then he be- he becomes a major shareholder anyway. Yeah, yeah. So who's the bat? Like who does he's he fight? Um, he fights lots of ninjas, David lots Wenham, of evil ninjas, huh? and David Wenham. The big boss of the season is David Wenham, who's a businessman, mm. and our martial arts master is losing to him for some reason. Oh God! Yeah, he he had a boxing bag in his office, so that means he's good at. Kung no, yeah. he didn't. He didn't really even use his boxing either. So um, also, just, David Wenham has the worst American accent. I really love him. I think he's great, but that was a terrible. His own fists. Hey, I thought it was fine. Are his powers like really magical fists? Like, are that his? Are they his powers? It's, he has his fist glows. He can punch through shit. One. He can That's punch it. through what? He's not two. Shit. With both or just one? Yeah. Just one. Just one. He's like if he was he's like one punch. If he became man. a better iron fist, he could probably use two. Hmm. But at the moment, yeah. he's a shit iron fist, so he only uses one. Hmm. Yeah. And he can only use his power when he's getting his ass fucking... When he's getting his shit. Yeah, he's oh, got to, no. like, charge it up. That's he's got to, like, center his key. Mm-hmm. You, saw that, you saw that episode, Hamish, where he gets beaten up and then he can, act, like, gain uh, power. Yeah. Never comes back. Yeah. That plot point no. never returns. Oh, my God. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. It's actually terrible. Like, the worst thing, by far, is... I think I s- suggested... I always talk about this with... Uh, uh, with Scarlett Johansson as Black mm. Widow is that you can clearly see that Scarlett Johansson is not capable of the things that Black Widow is doing. Well, you mean you can so see like, that you can see have... the stunt woman in certain shots, and then it yeah. cuts back to her face. Well, and it's like, not, it's even... not even the same person. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's not that. Oh, really? It's that she yeah. does the. I always think that the the stunts look really good, and like all of that bit, and the seaming between the two people is really good. But it's the fact that just as she's a person, she's too skinny. She has like not, not enough capable. muscle to be able to like. <laughs> nah, I think it was in. I think it was in Avengers One where you have to see her run, and she runs like someone who's going to take Instagram photos of the jog they've just done, not like running like all of the stunt doubles yeah. run, and so. Like her as an actor can't do it, and Iron Fist is perfect. None of them can do kung mm. fu, and oh, really? you I just think, are I think constantly. Everyone apart from Danny Rand is okay most of the time. No, he, I, I kept seeing them like pausing before they did a kick or something. Like it was never like, why didn't they just hire kung fu people? Like why didn't they get Jackie Chan to be in this? Cost, yeah, the fight choreography was awful. It was really awful. Yeah. The fight choreography was atrocious. Also, did you see the actor? He blamed the bad ratings on Trump. That's so oh. funny. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, how the fuck did he manage that? Well, he's just trying to deflect. Um, I don't think it was him. I think it was the direction of the whole show. Oh, no. I think it was, I mean, I think it was also the direction of the show. I think it was also him. I mean, he clearly had no atrocious. martial arts training. And um, apparently they only had, like, a couple of hours to learn and practice the scene before they actually did it, which is ridiculously dumb, yeah. right? So, well, considering uh, it's a martial arts show, that's fucking atrocious. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, and at no point did he ever do, like, a car, like a concurrent... It was never the same type of martial arts in every scene. Like, sometimes... the the, the Actually, the, the ad that I saw on Facebook, he was just jumping up. And you know when in... Um, is it Troy? When uh, Brad Pitt's character, like, Does runs up at that massive dude and just stabs him in the yeah. neck? Yeah, and just stabs him in the neck. Like, that's all he was doing all the time. he just, like, jump and punch. And, like, none of that's kung fu. That's just a dude jumping around punching <laughs> shit. It's just Yoda <laughs> from Star Wars Episode 3. Well, at least he had a glowy stick. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, Fargo Season 2. I finished it a few weeks back, but uh, haven't, Season two? haven't brought it ah. up yet. Like, nice. one of the best seasons of television I've seen in a while. I mean, I like Season 1 a lot. But season two, I think I didn't think I could. It could be better than season one, but oh boy, it was so good. Yeah, I didn't actually because I watched season one so long ago, and I only watched season two recently. I didn't real. I didn't realize until the very end that like one character from Fargo season two was the same character from season one. Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah right. And so at the end, that's not even. A, I know it's not a huge deal. Not even. But they make it a huge. Uh, they make a huge point of it in the very last episode in a really in that in a way that was so fucking awesome. And I was just like, oh, oh my god, that's him. <laughs> it's the dad from the first oh. one. But yeah, great show. Episode one was good of season three. Well, yeah. I've been watching Black Sails. Oh, isn't that pirate show? No, I it was terrible. John Malkovich in it. Yeah, it is very. It's, I thought no. John Malkovich was in it. That was that's. That's that's the other pirate show. So it's bad. Yeah, I'm, I don't know why I'm watching it. To be honest, you did watch an entire season of Two Broke Girls, so you can watch anything at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but there were two. There were two good reasons to watch Two Broke Girls. <laughs> Story and and good humor. No, close. <laughs> I guess you can call him that. Oh god, that's a bad show. It's not. It's not that bad, but like, it's kind of like Star Trek. Like, whenever they need something, some drama. If you bring up the fucking holiday, no, <laughs> like the fuck holiday off. Functions. Fuck off. <laughs> <The holiday laughs> <will> function. It's <laughs> not even true. Holiday. 
every every third episode there's like a near mutiny on the pirate ship and I'm just like this is getting fucking that does not happen in Star Trek Amos. let's just clear this up right now <laughs> you can clear it up every time I mention it, it doesn't make it true <sighs> fake news John you're just fake news um, thanks for listening everyone uh, like us on Twitter and SoundCloud and Facebook and yeah just those places uh, we'll be back we'll be back to do Judge Dread. we're locking that in now Judge Dredd, 1997. Oh, really? Judge Dredd. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. It's so bad. You just need to look at the collateral beauty of Judge Dredd. That's really what it's all about. Reb Schneider. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Boy. Boy. Alan Loeb wrote a screenplay that is just ridiculous. Wrote a screenplay that is just ridiculous. You know, the, the, the idea... The, the, the overarching idea um, of collateral beauty uh, just touched us all. It, uh, it's the first people that, that uh, David Frankel, the director, went to. Everybody was saying yes. It was just, it's, it's one of those times where um, we all got it. We, you know, we, we wanted to be a part of... Um, delivering this, you know, beautiful story to to the screen.